Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Ayobami, and welcome to the Chrysalis community. First and foremost, a big thank you to those who contributed to last week's conversation, sharing your experiences with spirituality and shadow work. We continue the conversation today by studying the works of Carl Jung, a prominent psychiatrist of the early 1900s, born on July 26, 1875, making him a Leo, Leo gang, in Switzerland, Carl Jung grew up to be one of the largest contributors to what we know of psychology today. Common terms such as introvert and extrovert and archetype and complex can be attributed to him. Carl Jung, in the earlier portion of his career, worked under another psychiatrist you may be more familiar with by the name of Sigmund Freud. And why aren't we studying Freud, you may ask? While Sigmund Freud may have originated the idea to study the unconscious mind through dreams, I'd argue that his philosophy falls short in regards to the shadow. Freud believed that the shadow was essentially a dumping ground for all of our animalistic primal desires. Also, Freud disagreed with Jung on the development of the unconscious, as Freud believed our unconscious minds are limited in content to only our experiences. Jung, on the other hand, believed that every human unconsciously shares the experiences of the whole population. This leads us to the levels of unconscious mind, the personal, and the collective. The conscious mind includes the parts of self and experience that we can identify, define, and present while the unconscious mind includes the parts of ourself and experiences that remain ambiguous, unrealized, suppressed, or forgotten. The unconscious mind contains two layers. The first and closest to the conscious is the personal unconscious. Here we find our individual experiences influenced by common themes throughout history and humanity. Here we also find our shadow and complexes. The layer beyond the personal unconscious is the collective unconscious. Here we find shared experiences and archetypes with all of humanity transcending time and culture. Jung studied the archetypes by finding commonalities and reoccurring characters with the mythology and folklore of cultures across the world, both modern and ancient. Through the lens of mythology, Jung identified 12 archetypal characters that are found within the collective unconscious. We won't be studying them today, but they include the lover, jester, everyman, caregiver, ruler, creator, innocent, sage, explorer, outlaw, hero, and magician. Today, though, we're focused on the four archetypes of the psyche, which include the self, persona, shadow, and anima or animus. Now let's understand first what an archetype is. An archetype addresses a collective body of people, things, and ideas by establishing frameworks and outlines of specific aspects within the collective group. Young's most prominent example of an archetype is the mother, a character or role common in all cultures. Due to its recognition in all peoples, the mother archetype can be found in the collective unconscious. Every archetype will have its sets of complexes, and a complex is a set of memories, thought processes, and responses conjured by a common interpretation of an archetype. So a person's specific experiences with the archetype create complexes. For the mother archetype, there are a series of mother complexes that today we may refer to as mommy issues. The complexes are specific to daughters or sons, as both roles produce a different relationship with the mother. Because these experiences and the internalizations of the archetype come from our own lives and perceptions, complexes belong to the personal unconscious. Now, beyond the conscious and unconscious, we find the first of the four archetypes, the self. This archetype represents our baseline personalities, equally influenced by the conscious and unconscious. So when we say we're looking for self-realization, we're saying we aim to be balanced consciously and unconsciously so that the two parts of the psyche may recognize one another. Within the conscious mind, we find the persona archetype. This represents the faces we present to the world depending on circumstance and environment. 
because certain locations such as work and school and certain groups like family and public organizations have guidelines for what is socially appropriate, we create personalities to be deemed acceptable within these societies. There is a danger associated with the persona, even though this archetype was developed to keep us safe. The persona has the potential to overwhelm the other archetypes and become the whole person. For those individuals who aim solely for external acceptance, it's possible to ignore one's true desires and traits. This leads us to our last two archetypes, which can both be found in the unconscious mind. Closest to the conscious and residing in the personal unconscious is the shadow archetype. Here we find all contents of ourselves that we do not allow into the conscious mind. These are the more negative, troubling aspects of ourselves that society and our conscious mind condemn. Contents of this archetype have the potential to be brought to the conscious awareness, and by illuminating the shadow, we move closer to self-realization. An unintegrated shadow, which are those uncomfortable subjects of ourselves that are forced to remain in the unconscious, can become blockages of our manifestations and dreams, or unattained instincts and habits, as well as projections onto other persons and groups. And Jung studied the effects of the unintegrated shadow through his patient's relationships with the active sex as well as relationships with members of the same sex, and he also studied the nature of shadows through dreams. Last of the four archetypes of the psyche is the anima or animus. The anima refers to the feminine in men, and the animus refers to the masculine in women. Jung carried the belief that all people have two sexes. He suggested that the individual is limited in creativity, expression, and potential when forced to conform to the societal expectation to be monosex. The anima, through the dreams that Jung studied, represents itself as little girls, witches, earth, and mothers, and the animus presents itself as sorcerers, fathers, old men, and brothers. Both the anima and animus influence how an individual thinks of, interacts with, and responds to the opposite gender. Now having a clear definition of what the four archetypes are, I've got three questions for you guys. One, which of the four archetypes of the psyche are you most familiar with within yourself? Two, which are you least familiar with? And three, which one are you most interested in studying? I'm going to go ahead and share my answers now. The one I'm definitely most familiar with right now is my shadow. Just in the year that I've been doing shadow work, I have learned how to operate through my shadow. And it's been a really healthy experience. Now, every person is going to be very different um, in the way that you're supposed to navigate life, which way it's going to be most productive and efficient for you. I have found that working through my shadow instead of kind of working through my light side or my persona really grounds me. Um, learning all of the dark parts of myself and learning all of the things that I didn't like about myself or that I was taught not to like about myself has kind of taught me how I can operate in the real world. My persona, she was the type that kind of followed directions and she was very limited because she could only do what she was told. When I was operating solely through my persona, I didn't really do anything. I mentioned this in the last episode that I didn't really do anything that wasn't pharmacy or school related because that was just what I was told to do. That was what was expected of my persona. Or if I had a role within the church, I would take on those roles. Other than that, I would sleep. But now that I'm working through my shadow and understanding the things that I want, whether these things are things that I was told I should be ashamed of or not, I'm learning how to serve myself and take actions for myself. So it's been really beneficial. And I've kind of gotten to a point where I know my shadow and it's not really unconscious anymore. A lot of my shadow aspects have been brought to my conscious awareness and it's been really freeing. So I really like that. The one I'm least familiar with right now is 
either between my persona or my animus but I'm gonna have to give it to my persona right now just because I'm dismantling her so I don't really know who she is right now or who she's going to become she's going to be developed in the next coming years especially as I enter my 20s there will be many faces that I will wear but I want to reconstruct them so that they still show my face you know so I would say that's who I'm least familiar with right now and then who I'm definitely most interested in studying is the anima and animus. One, because of my lack of father figure, I believe that my animus would definitely present as a father. And it's probably why I have such an aversion to men. I don't really like to be told what to do by men or how to think or anything like that. I just feel like I played a very good father role myself and my mother did. So I think I have an aversion to listening to men. But... I want to study my animus and I'm also very interested in that concept because I want to see especially as I have conversations with you guys how the animal or animus presents in people that are transgender and nine and non-binary you know because you know if you don't have a presenting gender then what is your animal what is your animus how do you actually define gender and which part of you is hidden which part is presented so yeah I'm definitely interested to study that with you guys but yeah, you guys, you know what to do. Join my Instagram for the conversation. I'll be posting the free questions. You can just answer them. Um, and you can follow me and answer them at dear.chrysalis on Instagram. But yeah, just keeping this episode brief, I just wanted to go ahead and explain the archetypes. Next time, I'm going to present to you guys how I explored my first shadow and exactly what it was. We'll be talking about resentment and how that presented in my life and how I like identified it, how I defined it. But yeah, that's it for this week, you guys, and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.